Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord, that you speak to us and you will show us, Lord, your ways, your will, and give us the light and revelation, Lord. Help us, Lord, to know you more and to understand how we should walk with you, Lord. We ask your Holy Spirit to be our teacher. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I would like to encourage you by reading the book of Psalm, chapter 37, verses 18 to 19. Do you want to see how God treats you, who He is to you, and you want to see that your supply, your really provision come from heaven? I believe you want to know that. Psalm chapter 37, verses 18 and 19, the Bible says, Day by day, the Lord takes care of the innocent, and they will receive an inheritance that lasts forever. There will not be disgrace in hard times. Even in famine, they will have more than enough. The Bible says that God will take care of the innocent. Let us be the innocent people. What does it mean? It means that we receive forgiveness of sin from the Lord Jesus Christ. He took our sin on His body and He offered to us righteousness. And we come to Him with a sincere and pure heart with the right motive, we humble ourselves before Him and we say, I'm going to seek your kingdom first. I want to please you. I'm going to obey you, serve you. I will do everything from a pure heart and clean hands. I don't have any hidden agenda. I obey you because I love you and have faith in you. And I know that The Lord Jesus Christ already paid the price for me and I have the inheritance of the heirs of the kingdom of God. The inheritance from heaven include all the good things that God can provide for us. Healings, provision, protection, direction, guidance, teaching, and grace and favor. The Lord promised us that as we are sincere toward God, as we serve Him and walk with Him in repentance, seek His kingdom first, we will not be disgraced. We will not lack the favor and the grace of God, even in the hard times and even in the difficult times of famine or the pandemic. We will have more than enough. God, our supply line. God is a source of every good thing. Even in a down time, even in a time of famine, the righteous, the innocent, like you and me, will see increase and will experience the favor of the Lord. We need to do our part. As long as we stay close to God, love God, seek the kingdom of God first, obey Him, live for Him, easily repent and serve Him as long as we keep Him first place in our heart. We are connected to a supply line 
or the source from heaven that will never run dry. Even in a slow economy, God will cause clients to find us. Even when the medical report says, no way, your sickness is incurable. We are connected to a supply line filled with power, with health, with wholeness and restoration and the victory. We know that God can heal even the incurable disease. He is our source. He is our physician. He is our doctor. And this supply line will never come to an end. He is the eternal God. He is the source of all good things. What we need to do is to have faith, to walk with Him, to be innocent people. We don't have any hidden agenda in walking with God. We don't serve God for money, for reputation, for anything else. We are righteous and holy and have a pure heart before the Lord. When we don't see how we can accomplish what God called us to do, we should not get discouraged. We may not see the support, the manpower, or the finances to get the job done for God. But we know, we have confidence, we have a supply line connected with good breaks, with favor, with good things. The right people are going to show up eventually. God is going to open the right door. God is going to give us creative ideas, and He will guide us to the right place, and the breakthrough will come. The Bible promised in the book of Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things, all these things that we need. He is the supply light. He's a source shall be added to you. So the key is we do our part, that we seek the kingdom of God first. We love Him. We keep our heart pure. We live a righteous life. We want to live our life for the kingdom, expand the kingdom, to give Him the glory. Keep our heart pure before Him. We repent easily. And we trust Him. We have faith in Him. We depend on Him. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 to 10 say, Lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind. And do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, know, recognize, and acknowledge Him. He is our supply line. He is the source. And He will direct and make straight and plain your path. He's going to guide us from here to here to here. He's going to show us what to do, what to say. Be not wise in your own eyes. Reverently fear and worship the Lord and turn entirely away from evil. Live an innocent life. Live a pure life. It shall be health to your nerves and sinews and marrow and moistening to your bones. God is going to take care of your physical health. Honor the Lord with your capital and sufficiency from righteous laborers. So we don't cheat our customer. We don't make money with the dishonest gain. We just very innocent workers and very righteous business owner. So we give him and with the first fruits of all your income, so shall your storage places 
be filled with plenty, and your vats shall be overflowing with new wine. God promised that if we live an innocent life, a righteous life, our bank account, our finances will be overflowing. He will keep sending the good things to our life, the manpower, the friends, the connections, the wisdom, the creative ideas, the open door. God is a good God. In Genesis chapter 22, verses 9 to 18, the Bible said, Then they came to the place of which God had told him. And Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And he bowed Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. What happened is that God wanted to test Abraham's faith and his obedience. He told Abraham to give Isaac, his, the only son from his wife, Zarai, as a sacrifice. Wow, Abraham walked by faith. Abraham trusted God, believed God that God can raise Isaac up from the dead. Therefore, he went to that mountain and he got ready to sacrifice Isaac. He was a man of faith, a man of obedience, and a man of repentance. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, Here I am. And he said, Do not lay your hand on the lad or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God. Everyone say, I fear God. When you fear God, you don't want to sin against God. You're going to live a righteous, pure, and sincere life. The Bible calls people who live a righteous and sincere life the innocent people because we don't have any hidden agenda in our heart in doing anything. We obey God. We do the things of the kingdom of God. We serve God with a pure heart. We want to live our life for His glory. Since you have not withheld your son, your only son from me, then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place, The Lord Will Provide. As it is said to this day, In the mouth of the Lord it shall be provided. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, God keep his covenant, God keep his promise. We read in the book of Psalm a while ago at the beginning, that is God's promise that he's going to take care of the innocent. Those who believe God, trust God, live a righteous life, and they will have more than enough, even the time of famine. The righteous will not lack any good things. Because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son, blessing, I will bless you. This promise is for you and me too. Because we are children of Abraham by faith. We have faith in God. We live a repentant life. We want to be sincere toward God. We want to have a clean hand and pure heart before the Lord. The Lord can examine us. 
He said, "Blessing, I will bless you. Multiplying, I will multiply your descendants. Not just the blessing come down to Abraham, but the blessing will go down to the descendants, our children, grandchildren, and great grandchildren to the thousand generation. Do you believe that? I believe God shall bless your and my children." And grandchildren and great grandchildren to the thousand generation, if we walk by faith in obedience, trust Him and have a pure heart before Him. I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven, and as the sand which is on the seashore. And your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. In your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. God wants to bless you and your children, grandchildren, so that. You and your whole household and your family line can be the blessing to the whole world, to the nations. That you can preach the gospel, you can help the poor, the needy, the orphans, and you can build a church. You can use your home for a place of meetings. You can use your car to pick up people to go to the church meeting. Even though the gasoline price now is high, but God can still provide for you enough to drive your car to the church. God wants to use everything in your life to be the blessing to your neighbors, to your city, to the country. God wants you to be blessed, to be the blessing, because you have obeyed my voice. I would like to encourage you to live a life of obedience, live a life of faith and love and sincerity. Keep your heart pure all the time. Shake your heart every day. Shake your motive. Why you are doing this? Why do you go to church? Why you are teaching the Bible in your care group? You check your motive. Make sure that you have a pure heart before the eyes of God, and God gonna take care of you. He is a supply life for you, and God's face would shine down on you every single day. He will call you out. He will set you apart. He will choose you to live a distinctively favored life. People around you are gonna see the favor of God on you. People around you are gonna see the blessing of God that overtakes you and really chases after you. You need to do your part. Walk with God in love, by faith, and obedience and sincerity. Repent of your sin every day. Pray bold prayers. Ask God for what you need. Have faith in God. Take the limits of of God. Believe that what God called you to do shall be fulfilled. Stand in faith. Don't give up your faith and keep growing in the love for God. If you do this, I believe and declare. That God is going to show out in your life in an amazing way that people will be so amazed that God blessed you so much. Jesus promises in the book of John, chapter 10, verse 10, the thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I came that day, you and me, they, the believers, the faithful disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. Those who walk by faith, those who obey Him and repent, may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance 
to the full till it overflows. This is the promise of God. He is the supply line. We need to do our part. We make a decision that we're going to live our life for the kingdom of God. When I bought my house, I was thinking that I should buy a house that I can use my house and my parking area around my house for the kingdom of God. So I always look for a house that I can have meeting in my house. When I spend money, I always think about how I can spend money for the kingdom of God. I want to give my time, my energy, my talents, and I want to use the spiritual gift that God graciously has given to me for the kingdom of God. I want to be a giver, and I want to give to the kingdom sincerely with an innocent heart, without any agenda, because I know that when I live that way, God, who is my supply line, will flow the blessing, the wisdom, the favor, the connection, the good things from heaven into my life, and I can be used by God to bless other people. Second Corinthians chapter eight verse nine say, "For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. We receive all these good things from heaven by the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though He was rich, yet for your sakes He became poor, that you through His poverty might become rich." Jesus took our poverty on the cross. He did not eat anything for that period of time on the cross. He did not drink any water. He did not have even clothes to wear. He had to use the borrowed tomb for his dead body before the resurrection. He did not have anything at the time of crucifixion and after he died on the cross. He took our poverty so that we can be rich. We become rich not for ourselves, but for the benefit of the kingdom of God. Second Corinthians chapter nine verses six to thirteen say, "Remember this: a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give, and don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure, for God loves a person who gives cheerfully. God wants us to live a life like Him. Be generous." The supply line is in your life. All the good things come from heaven. He wants to bless you, but you need to say to him that I want to be used by you to be a supply line to bless other people. You're the source. I am the channel. I am your instrument. That your supply line, your provision will come to me and flow out to other people. Your time, your energy, your talents. Your home, your property, you use it for the kingdom, and God will generously, verse eight, provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others, as the scriptures say, they share freely and give generously to the poor. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. God, take the record of your good deeds on earth. So don't waste your time on earth. Live your life for the kingdom. The kingdom of God is a kingdom of good things. So live your life to do good to 
your leaders in the church, to your brother sister in the church, to your family members, to your relative, to the stranger, to the kingdom of God, to the nations. Your good deeds will be remembered forever. He keep record and he's going to reward you, not only on this planet earth, but in heaven as well. For God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and then bread to eat. In the same way, he will provide and increase your resources, then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. Yes, you'll be enriched in every way so that you can always be generous. I like that. You can always be generous. The Bible does not say so that you can be always stingy and hoarding things with yourself. He wants you to be generous like him. So the supply line come to you from heaven so that you can give out, you can bless other people. You live a sincere life. You obey God when God tells you to tithe, you tithe. When God tells you to give special offering to help the poor, you give special offering to help. You are generous. And when we take your gifts to those who need them, they will thank God. So two good things will result from this ministry of giving. The needs of the believers in Jerusalem will be met and they will joyfully express that thanks to God. When people receive your help, you are used by God to be His supply line to bless other people. Other people will be blessed and they will thank God joyfully. Verse 13, as a result of your ministry of giving or living for the kingdom, of being generous to people, they will give glory to God for your generosity to them and to all believers will prove that you are obedient to the good news of Christ. In conclusion, I want to encourage you. You are not on your own. You have the Almighty God. He is the owner of the whole universe. He is the creator of heavens and earth. He has unlimited resources, power, wisdom, and good things. And He is your supply line. He is your source. What you need to do is to walk by faith, in obedience, in love, keep your heart pure and right, have a clean hand and pure heart. You repent all the time. Make sure that your motives are pure in doing anything. You seek the kingdom of God first and the Lord will flow His blessing, good health, divine connection, all the good things into you as your supply line. And you will be used by Him to be generous to other people. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for setting us apart with your distinctive favor and for shining your face upon us, Lord. Thank you for providing us with a supply line filled with whatever we need. We believe, Father, that we are blessed to be one of your own special people. And Lord, I pray you give your children who are listening to this teaching right now, a financial breakthrough, the health breakthrough. Heal them, Lord. They will be healthy 
no matter what the medical report say, Lord, Lord, you shall give them a good job, a good salary. They shall be the blessing to your churches, Lord, to the nations, Father. Lord, provide them with the good connection, good friends. Give them more spiritual gifts, Lord, so that they can be used by you to be the blessing. Lord, help all of us by the power of the Holy Spirit, by the fire of God that touches and purifies our heart, that we can live an innocent life, pure heart, clean hands, and repent every single day, Lord. We thank you, Father. Use us to be your instrument so that you shall bring the provision to people around us through us, Lord. Thank you, Father. Bless the work of our hand. Thank you, Lord. Give us victory and breakthrough, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. I believe what the Bible says here that we read a while ago shall happen to your life. If you don't know Jesus Christ, I would like to encourage you to receive Jesus into your heart. All human beings were born with a sinful nature. And that's why mankind is facing the consequences of sin, sickness, disease, poverty, failure, heartache, depression, relationship problem. But Jesus Christ took the sin and the consequences of sin on his body and he offered to us the blessing, the good things. What you need to do is to believe in the good news that Jesus paid a price for you. Repent of your sin and Invite Jesus to come into your heart and walk with him faithfully. Why don't you pray with me if you want to become a child of God, you want to walk with God and experience the supply line from heaven. Pray with me. Father in heaven, I am a sinner. I repent of my sin. Please forgive me, Lord. I invite Jesus Christ the Son of the living God, into my heart to be my God and my Savior. Lord, thank you so much. Now, you are my Father. You are my Shepherd. You are my Provider. You provided for Abraham. You will provide for me too. I promise you, Lord, I will walk by faith in love and obedience, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for being my Savior and my provider, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Congratulations. God bless you. Make sure you subscribe to our channel and click the notification bells and click like. And I will see you in other teachings in this series and in other series as well. I believe the word of the Lord will build you up and give you victory all the days of your life. Be a doer of the word of God. God bless you. Thank you so much. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www newhopeinternationalchurch.com I'm so thirsty